Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 19 of SEO Tales. My name is Itamar Blau. I'm joined with Craig Campbell. And today we're going to be talking about clients and how to keep them happy, the kind of stuff that you can do in order when you're, you know, when you're dealing with clients to make sure that, you know, they're feeling good, that they continue to trust you and all that kind of jazz. So obviously it's really important. And Craig here was agency side for a while. Um, and he kind of has dealt with loads of different clients over the years. So Craig, right off the bat, what are some maybe challenges that you faced with certain clients and what, what have been some of your kind of success stories in terms of the things that you've done to make clients happy so that they continue to work with you? Um, I think obviously when you start out with any client, um, especially in this day and age, you know, we are, SEO is a lot further down the line and, and clients have been with various freelancers or, or agencies or whatever. Um, I think, you know, sometimes they've had their fingers burnt and uh, that happens and it happens in every walk of life. And uh, I think the first thing is obviously building that trust. And I think, you know, obviously SEO takes, <coughs> you know, three or four months to, to, for things to start to pull together to see any real progression anyway. And I think in the in those first three, four months, whether you like it or not, sometimes you've just got to handhold, do a lot more client education, if you like, um, just, just to keep them. I think the, um, the thing is, if you can get them over that three or four month hurdle, then it does start to, to become easier because you've been given, you know, so obviously you're handed the client's website and, you know, whatever your process is, it might slightly differ from mine, but you audit the website, you analyze keywords, you analyze what, what you know, the plan of attack is going to be for the first, you know, three or four months. And you look look at it saying, right, well, month one, I might build some citations, I might clean up the website, you know, with all the errors. Uh, I might start looking to add a few bits of content for keywords that are not being targeted. So that's probably going to be, you know, month one by the time you, you do all of that, depending on, you know, if something's a, a much bigger website, it might take you the first couple of months just to clean stuff up. Um, <clears throat> but once you do that, you know, you should start to see things. Then you might, you know, go into your internal linking structure and start to power up some of the, the kind of main pages in your website. And again, you can see a little dent up. And for me, I think, those first couple of months, you have to. Sh you obviously, NASU doesn't want to tell the client everything they're doing, but I think, you know, because people's fingers have been burnt, sometimes you just need to suck that up and educate them. Just say, listen, I need to do internal linking. We need to, you know, basically show Google what your power pages are and pass just through to the main pages in your website and explain that to them. And I think, in a lot of cases, they get it. Um, I think as long as you're you know, seeing something that's semi-plausible, um, then the, the, most times they'll buy into it. But, you know, you can't just say to them, listen, just pay up and shut up and, and you know, give give me give me that time because essentially I think the biggest problem you've got here, uh, and, you know, if you think about it this way, you are paying someone or someone is paying you for something they can't feel or touch. So they're just giving money to the bogeyman there hoping that you ain't going to run away. And that that can be hard for someone who's maybe never even met you. Um, so I get it. And I think, you know, just educating them and, and 
building up a bit of a rapport and you know a bit of chat with them, even if it's banter, you know, even if it's just you know giving them some jokes and stuff like that, just you know keep them keep them at ease. That that is the best thing I can say is keep them at ease, just to overcome that hurdle because. How many times, and you must have seen this yourself, Itamar, um, and obviously I think you will see it going forward now that you're on your own. <laughs> you you get a client that jumps on and you tell them the whole situation. You know, it doesn't happen that quickly. And then after month one, like, I've not seen anything. You're like, dude, I told you it's going to take a while. This is an investment. It's not some quick fix. And they're just like, nah, sorry, I'll go somewhere else. And, you know, they bugger off and... <laughs> They, they go around the houses and that's something you just can't stop. You know, someone's got that kind of mentality and, um, you know, you've just got to try your best and make sure that they like you. I think one other thing is people buy into people, you know, and, you know, someone's, someone looking at you, for example, they'll go, yeah, this guy from London, um, you know, seemed pleasant, you know, we maybe hit it off talking about music and, and whatever else, you know, and, and, you know, I think sometimes people can warm to you a bit more if you, you know, talk about things out with SEO as well, you know, just to, to kind of build that trust and, and get them to buy into you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's good points that you mentioned. I think, obviously, the person that who they're dealing with, that's going to be important as well. So, for example, if you at least want to get some good first impressions, then that kind of stuff is really helpful. But let's say that, you know, they've picked you already. So, so you know, they, they've hired you to do some stuff. And uh, like you mentioned before, where, you know, you can explain to someone and, and this is where education is really important because I feel like, you know, if you don't educate someone on this kind of stuff, then it might feel like they're going back to maybe certain people who they've dealt with in the past that, you know, took their money, ran away, and, you know, they're always going to have this, um, call it stigma in the back of their head, uh, where they're thinking, well, this has happened to me before, and you're a bit more cautious. So I think that's why the education part is really important. But then again, you know, how can you still persuade someone that the stuff, you know, when you're doing work for them, how are you able to then at least keep them on for those initial maybe three to four months? So I get, like, you've spoken about, showing them what's been going on month by month. But have you had any cases where, you know, you've explained that to somebody, but they've still kind of not been sure? They've still kind of, you know, been asking you more questions, kind of probing, being like, Craig, you know, what's happening here? Um, have, has that ever happened to you? And how have you kind of overcome that if it did happen? Of course, of course it happens. Um, you know, I'm no different to anyone else. We get these guys and, you know, I've had some terrible times, um, you know, dealing with this kind of stuff. I think for me, trying to get in there and get some quick wins. So, for example, you, know, you get a client, say he's a London dude, you know, whatever, and he does a bit of nationwide stuff. The, the easiest thing I can do is get him ranking in that, the, that GMB. You know, that is what's going to bring in, you know, another 1,000 or 2,000 visitors a month, depending on the the kind of search volumes and stuff like that. So for me, it's all about whether whether I think this is the best strategy or not or, or the best way to utilise the guy's money. The only way he's going to continue to pay if he sees progression in terms of rankings, traffic and conversions 
So you've got to go after those quick wins, go after the GMB. Now, he might say to you, I'm not that fussed in local traffic. I want to do more on the nationwide side of things. The only way you are going to continue to get paid is that guy keeps getting more phone calls and sees more traffic. I don't care what the guy says in the initial meeting. Um, the guy could say, I don't care about local SEO. I just want nationwide stuff, blah, 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 blah. I would just go against the grain and make sure that we cover the basics first. And, you know, <coughs> that is what keeps a guy paying more traffic, more leads, more conversions. So go after the quick wins, you know, the the GMBs, the, the kind of long tail keywords even. Um, start smashing that stuff out because that's what you need to do to show this guy, hey, uh, you know, after that three or four month period when you've said, you know, give me that, if the guy's lucky enough to give you that, you've got to be able to say, look, you had a thousand visitors when you came here. You're now getting 5,000. That's only in three months. You know, obviously an SEO campaign, you know, a full on SEO campaign, <coughs> you know, could take 12 months, 18 months, you know, to 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 get some real substance behind it. And, uh, and I think that is the kind of thing you have to think about yourself as an SEO. What am I going to do to make sure that this guy sees feels the value of what I do. Um and yeah, that's that that that's what you've got to do. And and I think, you know, that there are easy wins out there such as the GMBs. You know, if it's a nationwide client, so be it. But I'm also quite strict with clients where I'll say, listen, mate, I can sit here and talk to you all day long. Um, but the clock's ticking in your budget. And the more I talk, the less actual work gets done in your website. So you know, you're giving me X amount of money and I'm going to segregate that money between, say, content, tech, links, you know, outreach or whatever it may be. <coughs> and uh, if you want to talk for, for, you know, my hourly rate for half of that time, then a lot of that stuff's just not going to be done. Um, so let's not go down the route of, I know you've been had your fingers burnt, but let's you know not overdo the the whole talking thing, um, because more talking does mean less work, actual work getting done in your website. And again, people get that as well. And and I think sometimes you just got they've just got to the client does have to at times bite the bullet and just trust you. That's the only way for them to go forward and progress. And as sad as it may seem, you, me. Or anyone else cannot make SEO something they can a tangible item. None of us can. So we can waffle about it all day long. It ain't going to make it a tangible item. And um, someone has to take action and do things that are actually going to make that needle move. And that is not sitting holding a client's hand or telling them jokes or you know telling them how good you are. Keep paying me. Keep paying me. Keep paying me you need to make sure that you're spending that budget wisely on things that that are going to make sure that this guy continues to pay you. And as I say, it's uh, different from client to client, but uh, and that's how I've always done it and, and had good success with it. But I feel like as well, so that part that you mentioned, the, the time, so like spending less time kind of holding a client's hand, explaining the whole you know, the whole scheme of, of, of what's going on and stuff like that. I guess that's why it's important as well to for them to at least kind of have an idea of who you are before they start interacting with you because you can save yourself hours. And I know people in the industry um, who, 
you know, they'll list out like completely step by step what their processes are. So then at least they're kind of filtering these potential leads so that only the people who have kind of gone through and understand it can sign up. And then it means that you just go, you know, straight away so that there's no need to, to actually kind of, you know, maybe talk them, talk to them a bit more about what it is you're doing. And I feel like that approach can work a lot better, I think, in terms of, you know, getting the types of clients that you want to get. Say, if you want to get the client that isn't going to really be asking any questions, kind of understands exactly what you're doing, then maybe it's better to put that on your site anyway. Maybe it's better to list out your processes. And, you know, I think personally, it's stuff that even on my site where I kind of list out things that are going on, not to the fullest extent, um, not as much as, as say other people that I know in the industry, but at least it kind of gives you an idea of who you're going to be dealing with. And I feel like even when you talk about personal branding, even if we're talking about, you know, using videos, um, on, on your service pages. So at least people can kind of see you and get the idea so that maybe they feel a bit more comfortable. And I feel like if they start feeling more comfortable, then there's probably going to be less questions or and less doubts on their end, which means you actually get the time to do the work. Would that be a fair kind of way to put it, Craig? Yeah, I think obviously, you know, if you're speaking or doing videos or any of that kind of stuff, you know, you're you're doing it for a reason, and that's obviously to build trust and authority, make sure that you stand out, you know, amongst your peers, if you like, and uh, demonstrate your knowledge to to the clients, and you can say to them, "Hey, man, look, go go, you know, go and look at these videos, and you'll see." You know, you can just see it in a guy, you know, in a guy's video, whether they know what they're talking about or not. And yeah, of course, that I think that saves a lot of time and a lot of bullshit. And again, you've also just got to be clear with clients as well. Just say, listen, dude, I can do the work for you. I can give you a training course. I can, I can do it. I can sit on the phone with you, you know, for twenty hours a month and just talk shit. You know, via consultancy call. Take your pick. What do you want? Do you want training? Do you want? me to sit and hold your hand or do you want me to do the work that you know you can't get all three rolled into one for the one price you know the, the one low monthly retainer i ain't going to train you on stuff um you know if i'm not being paid to do it i'll charge you i'll train your team i'll, I'll show you whatever you want just make sure <coughs> that you know that the, the sneaky thing is i feel with a lot of clients is clients think we're wet behind ears and jump on and say yeah show me what you're doing and you know, I give you a lot more work and all that stuff. They're just really trying to drain you for uh, all of your knowledge so that they can kick you out at the end of the day. And, you know, I think they think that SEOs are, are, are you know, were fools and haven't had that a million times before. Um, so for those clients, you just make it very clear. Listen, dude, if you want me to sit and hold your hand, you know, or talk to you for 20 hours a month, there's my early consultancy rate. Pay for it or that's it, you know. Um, and whether you charge, you know, $50 an hour for consultancy or, or you know, $500 an hour, just times that by 20 and see, you know, we can't have 20 grand's worth of time talking pony here. Um, you would be much better paying me three grand for a training course and I'll tell you everything you need to know. Or if you want a service, pay me a grand a month and I'll do it bit by bit by bit as much as I can for your grand a month or your two grand a month or whatever the, the figures may you know, pad out to be because I think a lot of clients as well also have this mindset that they own you. Um, 
<coughs> you know, if they pay you two, three grand a month that they own your ass for a full month, now I could spend two or three grand on, say, I could go and get a grand's worth of content for a client. Um, I could go and get two grand's worth of backlinks. I could spend that money in five minutes flat. You know, that, that it's this is money we're spending to the best of your ability. You don't own our ass, you know, for... Uh, you know, 240 hours a month. You know, that that isn't how SEO works. Um, the same way, you know, if I if I can buy or, you know, get content or whatever, you know, p- people always look at it as an hourly rate kind of thing or, you know, or think that they own you. And I think, you know, most SEOs will outsource elements of the work, whether it be the content, whether it be the links, whether it be the outreach, whether it be the tech, the dev, whatever. <clears throat> you know, so a lot of people are outsourcing a lot of the grunt work so they can work at scale and work with multiple clients. And that's your that's your prerogative. You know, I certainly don't want to be sitting writing, you know, if someone needs 50 pages of content, I'll certainly never, ever be sitting writing that content. And uh, if it costs me five grand to outsource that, then the client's paying for it. Simple as that. And, you know, it's something I can take five minutes to order. Maybe slightly longer than five minutes, you know, but you've obviously got to do your research and stuff like that. But the point being is sometimes clients say, well, how many hours are you putting into this? This is not a man hours game, Mr. Client. This is a value-added service. And we could spend 100 grand of your month eh, of your marketing budget per month on a whole bunch of different variables, that doesn't come down to how many hours I spend on it. You know, I could spend 40 grand in Facebook ads, you know, 40 grand in SEO, you know, content links and everything else, and another 20 grand on Google ads, you know, if you like. And, uh, you know, that's not going to take me a month to be able to spend that 100 grand. Absolutely not. And uh, if I've got the right team, the right processes and everything else in place for people are going to be adding that content and all of that stuff, then, you know, your budget's your budget. And I think that's something you need to make clear as well from the get-go because clients, I've had it myself. I had a client a few years ago paying a grand a month and uh, done exceptionally well from him. Um, not for him, sorry. Um, he, he, the guy for me went, Craig, whatever you're doing, man, the... The leads are going really well. The traffic's going really well. You know, everything's going really well. It's a road traffic lawyer. Um, and he said, can you come into my office? And and uh, there was three of them. So there was three road traffic lawyers in the, lawyers in the one office. And they uh, went into the office. <laughs> they sat me down. And uh, there was this one guy who was a dick. And uh, he just knew that it stuck in his throat to pay a grand a month. Um, and he's like, well, what is it you're doing for this grand amount? Like, how many man hours go into this? And I said, how many man hours go into you, you, um, you know, writing a letter for for a to a client, and you charge two hundred and fifty quid for it? How many man hours go into that? I mean, oh, but I've went to this and that, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a lawyer and all that. I mean, you could do any uni or whatever if you want. Like, you do, I'm not here to to query your prices, but that's what you're doing to me. I was trying to make the point. And uh, I said, it's not a man hours game. I'm not a bricklayer. I'm not this. I'm not that. So anyway, I got home. Now, the guys didn't like it that I stood up to them. Um, so the boss said, oh, I'm sorry. You know, they're a bit harsh. They just don't understand what you're doing in the background, blah, 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 blah. Um, but you're doing a really good job. We're really happy. Keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, I've got all this documented in an email. 
And uh, because I wouldn't tell them exactly what I was doing, they fired me a couple of weeks later, got rid of me. Um, and it ended up a big fight because I would not tell them what I was doing. Now, these guys just weren't, they, they felt that although the leads and everything were coming in, that, that they were coming in through the bogeyman or whatever, what they didn't realise is I was building landing pages, I was building links, I was doing all of that kind of stuff, and they were ranking well, but because they couldn't see, all, all they could see was landing pages and they couldn't see anything else there, Brains didn't get it, and uh, they didn't feel that it was a thousand pounds worth of value. Um, whether that transpired into fifty grand, you know, for that one thousand pounds a month, whether that turned into fifty grand a month worth of revenue or whatever, I'm not, I can't entirely say. But I've got it down in black and white. Where the guy went, I don't know what you're doing, but you're doing something really, really well for us, um, and I want you to keep it going. That he said that to me days before the meeting and uh, within weeks I was gone just because I couldn't explain properly and I wasn't prepared to explain properly either um, what goes into that and uh, you win some, you lose some but I think you know for that guy he wanted to know exactly what I was doing and I'm not prepared to give anyone my secret sauce so also don't be scared to lose clients and stick up for what you believe in as well these guys don't own your ass and uh, Fuck them. You know, they get the guy moved on. I went to someone else's traffic uh, dipped by more than half by them simply moving to a new server. Um and they moved they moved it from uh, away from the UK to somewhere else and they were targeting the UK. It was absolute madness and uh, the traffic had dipped by half and I think they're still they're still not even anywhere close to where they were when, when I was managing the campaign. So um that's that's something they have to take in the chin as well. You know, we're being dicks, and uh, you know that that's the other side of it as well, where you can lose a client if you are not prepared to give too much away, and mm -hmm. I'm not prepared to give that much away. I, I think as well that this is kind of a nice point to end on, and I think it's the point where you know you need to hopefully in the best case scenario you need to keep clients happy, but also clients should also keep you happy. So if you've got clients, well, even if, you know, they're happy, they are paying you, if they just start trying to dig into into your secrets uh, and kind of like always, you know, bother you about what it is that you're doing, this, that, and the other, you know, that sounds quite toxic. I feel like it has to be kind of reciprocal in the sense that, well, you know, if somebody's giving you money to do this job, you do the job and they're happy with it, but at the same time, they shouldn't be, you know, trying to, to you know, pick your brain all the time and, and kind of, you know, just being petty or, or call it being toxic or whatever. I feel like it needs to be a kind of two-way street. Um, and I feel like, yeah, like you mentioned, don't be afraid to, to lose clients because I'd rather have clients that you know are really happy with what i do and that they they don't kind of bother me you know four times a day asking me different questions and things like that you need to think i suppose about you know how your time is being invested and the kind of people who you want to work with um so i feel like that's that's kind of a good place um to end it there and um and yeah i hope you you guys enjoyed this episode of seo tells if you did leave a like rating below and leave a comment and make sure you're subscribed on behalf of myself and Craig, we thank you for watching and we'll see you in next week's episode. Cheers, guys.